We need small businesses. And right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is Aaron. You're listening to This Feels Terrible, the podcast. My last name is McGathy. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, we've, we've been away for uh, a couple of weeks because I've, I've been away on the Harmontown tour. But we're back and uh, I have several really exciting guests planned and just a, a world of, of fun and enlightenment and it's all really terrible. Um, <laughs> okay, if you didn't turn off the podcast after I said that, uh, this this episode that you're about to listen to, we recorded, we being uh, me and uh, Dan and Dustin, uh, when we were in Denver during the Harmontown tour, I believe it was two weeks ago, one week ago, I don't know, time time was kind of strange. Anyway, um, here's that episode, it's a, it's a couple weeks old, Uh since then, we came back to Los Angeles. We did a big show at the Egyptian. Dan asked me to move in with him. I'm moving in tomorrow. Pretty crazy relationship stuff. Uh, <laughs> Dan's, Dan's, or Dustin's eyes are, are really big. Dan's actually in the other room playing on his laptop because we're actually recording this from, uh, from the house. Anyway. If you're still listening past that uh, boring update, here is a, a really great and, and pretty pretty honest and then fun episode of This Feels Terrible, the podcast with Dan Harmon. This feels terrible. Everybody, uh, this is this feels terrible. I am your host, Erin McGathy. Um, this week on the podcast, I have uh, my favorite person in the world on. Uh, his name is Dan Harmon. He is also my boyfriend. Um, I think it's been six months since since we had him on uh, the first episode of This Feels Terrible. Um, right now, we are traveling uh, across the country with the Harmontown tour. We are currently in Denver and just recorded this episode from our hotel room bed. Um, if you are somebody who also listens to Harmontown, uh, which I, I hope you are, you, you, you heard some, uh, some relationship stuff go down in, uh, in, in Pittsburgh and, uh, a little, a little bit after that. Um, that was a that was a, that was a pretty uh, profound weird experience. Um, basically, Dan and I got into a fight when we were in Rhode Island, and uh, we, you know, a lot of things were said and um, feelings were hurt. Never really dealt with it. Uh, took the show to Pittsburgh, and uh, Dan started talking about his fighting style, and I uh, kind of fell apart a little bit. So it's embarrassing, but if you listen to the show, hopefully that means that, um, you know me a little bit. Eh, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't, I keep on going back and forth with like excusing 
that or not excusing it. I mean, the bottom line is, is that it was something that happened and it happened organically. And, you know, there are a million episodes of Harmontown and I'm, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel compelled to apologize to the people who listen to Harmontown because I don't want their happy show to be hijacked by, by something that happened. But Dan talks about stuff that's happening in his life on the, in the show that he makes up. So that's, that's why that happened. Also weird thing. Like I, you know, I went on the, on the forum for Harmontown and saw that our relationship had been discussed uh, at great length. And I also received a bunch of emails and, whatever else um bottom line is that dan and i are totally fine and it's pretty unorthodox for a couple to talk about their relationship so openly in front of so many people but i guess that's uh i guess we are unorthodox in that way but um yeah i'm feeling i still feel a little exposed uh which is why i'm talking about it but um you know it's fine it's all it's all fine Dan and I love each other very much and we're going to get a dog. So that's exciting. <laughs> um, yeah. So this, in this episode, we, we talk about the tour. We, uh, we talk about how I got really drunk last night and poured uh, vodka in Dan's lap to be funny. Uh, there's, there's some jokes about um, cats and dogs. We talk about Drew Barrymore. Uh, I hope you like it here here it happens happening now hey dan hello baby <laughs> i'm i'm sitting here with a creator of community creator of the podcast harmontown currently on tour podcasting from our hotel bed in denver colorado how are you doing I'm good. I'm snuggling. I'm a little clout baby. <laughs> and uh, my throat's feeling a little better than it was That's this morning. I, I watched uh, Batman f- uh, uh, for the 80th time on, on TV mm-hmm. today. Yeah. With you. Yeah. Ate some pizza. That was fun. Had a lot of water. Had some aspirin. Feeling good. Oh, good. We uh, we really partied it up on the bus last night. Yeah. We got... We got really drunk well because the, the, the schedule became weird like now as we go into this last leg of the harmontown tour um we are uh we're leaving the gigs and then getting directly on the bus kind of drunk not kind of drunk I mean, as drunk as you'd be <laughs> after doing a show and then signing autographs for three hours um and then so we <laughs> instead of going back to the hotel and crashing we get on this bus and um it became a party bus. We, we had blinking glasses from <laughs> Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's, and we were doing a lot of. I'm distressed to see them uploaded to Tumblr. We're doing like a lot of rape raps and uh, uh, right, but, but it was, songs it, and it was ironic commentary on the state of the hip hop industry, right? Something like that. I'm, I'm sure it was ironic because the song was very pro rape, and, <laughs> and you were your refrain was. I don't, I don't want it. I don't it. want it. I don't, I don't want, want it. it. But I was like humping the yeah. air. It was pretty, pretty gross. Um, and then things took a, a an ugly turn. Maybe you'd like to explain to the audience how you ended up dumping a drink in my lap. Like, uh, you, Aaron turns into Jackie Onassis uh, <laughs> uh, when she drinks a certain amount. She can, she can, she can be perfectly happy. This is me too. I was apologizing for this in the Pittsburgh show at Harmontown. 
there's a Jekyll and Hyde uh, mm-hmm. factor to drinking. You get a, you know, there's a stratosphere that you can't you can't penetrate. You know. Yeah. Otherwise, the 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 wings come off the plane. Yeah. And I, uh, you uh, <laughs> we were we were rapping and singing. Everyone and was having a great everyone time. was having a great time drinking out of giant yard long glasses from the yard house and uh did we oh yeah we still we uh brandon the sound guy stole one of those and according to you you slipped off looked at yourself in the mirror and became (laughs) well i can emotionally distressed (laughs) and came back so angry and so sad that that you i remember at that point we were finding out that spencer was really good at freestyle rapping like amazing like better than everybody and uh and you came back with this like like you, you, you had become this like '90s housewife with a martini in your hand, like at the co- at the mm-hmm. company Christmas party, going like it was the very Virginia Woolfy. Like, I think Spencer should freestyle rap some more, and kind of <laughs> like 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 really meaningfully targeting me, like uh, like like you were trying to undermine my freestyle rap empire. <laughs> oh, and, really? Is that is that how you took it? That's interesting. Then, you didn't say that before. And then at one point, like I I wasn't I wasn't taking the bait, so you just simply poured a drink onto my crotch and looked at me like you wished I was dead. And then you went to sleep. This feels terrible, everybody. <laughs> we, so we, we, uh, <laughs> we fought about it this morning. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I drank way too much and, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I get you know, it's it it makes me it does make me sound like an insane character from a play, the description of you went to the back of the bus, looked at yourself in the mirror, and then uh, became really distraught. Um I it was kinda I mean, ironically, I was driving myself a little crazy with how sensitive I was all day, which has been kind of a theme on this tour, which is a bummer. But um I at the at the club and um in uh where were we kansas city at the club in kansas city i was uh, the the people who who worked there weren't the most helpful um and i let i really like i don't know i i don't want to i don't want to blame anything on them because it's not their fault but when we were on the bus and everyone was having a great time i went to the back of the bus looked in the mirror and i was just like oh i'm so sick of my face <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Hannibal Lecter wasn't there with a shard of mirror. Um, I wasn't feeling you. I wasn't feeling violent. I was just I was I was just, you know, I, I was just sick of my I was just sick of my face. I was drunk. And, you know, when you when you get drunk enough and you look at yourself in the mirror, you feel like it's it's almost like an out of body experience. This tour has been. It's it's. I'm not going to say it's been hard on our relationship because we're resilient in the end because nothing is it's not degrading the relationship but it's it's certainly like working out it's uh it's various muscles like i think that you don't want to be told that because you don't want it to be true and it sounds very uncharismatic so you don't want to say this out loud i but like it it has to be the fact that the tour is like my my diaper like it's like like i'm a big baby and everything's about me needing to be changed and getting ready for the next thing and there's no time to like we're not having making mad passionate love every chance we get and we're 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 sleeping in these separate little bunks and 
and I'm not really emotionally like uh, even in the day to day back in LA. It's not like I'm Mr. Uh, 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 hey, how's everyone f around me feeling, guy? Uh, at, at every moment, but um, and when if I ha if I have a writing deadline, even back home, like then it's ten times worse because then I just exclude everything out of my life, and then uh, so that now this is all one big giant deadline every day. We're on the road, and uh, right, but I don't I don't feel like it's been I I don't feel like you've been unavailable during the tour i do like i've i've had a really wonderful time but it's it's been a lot of fun and it's and it's a lot of fun seeing you get a, a lot of attention and stuff um that sounds very simple the way i put that but like it's 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 really exciting like meeting all these different people who love you from city to city and watching a documentary get filmed about you is all really exciting and, and super fun. I think it is like the, I'm learning, I'm learning about myself, which is, which is kind of a, a bummer realization that I'm, I'm, I guess I'm needier than I thought I was. Well, maybe you, maybe you like control more than you thought you did. Maybe you're not needy. Maybe you, maybe, maybe you like, maybe you're accustomed to like when we travel together, things are usually pretty okay we just went to europe for like a long time and and, mm. and we're always together constantly yeah um it, 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 and and sometimes you're, you're you're getting what you need and sometimes you're not but i think and the big difference on this tour is that we're neither you nor i are in control of of what happens next and how it happens we're not mm -hmm. we, we we find out day by day where we're going to be sleeping and for how long we're going to be sleeping, what we're going to be wearing, um, uh, whether it's going to be clean or dirty. Then we go to these 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 clubs and you walk in the door and it's it's anyone's guess what's going to be happening there like, right. in terms of a good mood, a bad mood, a, a challenge, a, a triumph, um, uh, us being completely physically separated for for hours at a time because you're you're you have volunteered to be merch maven and. And and then you're you're you know et cetera et cetera. It's like like the bottom line isn't so much about attention. It's about I think like like mastery over the world around us. Like I'm 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 and because the show is about me, it's easier for me to kind of kick back and go, oh, I don't know what I'm doing next, um, because whatever it is, it's going to be about me. But maybe for you, it's harder to 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 be like, well, I don't know what's gonna happen next i mean you're I, I i can go six days without showering you can't um i i can like forget that other people exist by staring at my phone you're not you're not as much like that as me right um and you're just you know you're just you're just being dropped off like garbage outside of uh, either a hotel or not a hotel or a truck stop and being told you have 10 minutes to take a shit you have you have four hours to to uh, change your clothes. Uh, you, you need to be wearing a microphone now. We're gonna sh we're gonna shoot an interview with you for the movie. We're, um, we, you have to put a bowl of oatmeal on your head and and, 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 uh, uh, and blow a guy day. in an elevator. <laughs> yeah, can you tell the documentary film crew to stop making me blow people in elevators? They got, they, I'm telling. I'm tell what does that have to do with the movie? He just has to get the shot. It's for the credits. It's, did you see um, the Hangover? It's. <laughs> they, 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 they think it's going to get some international distribution. Uh, um, 
yeah i don't i think i think it will be it'll probably be clearer to me after the tour it feels like i mean we've been gone for 20 days is that possible i mean it, i i, I don't know there. it's getting there like i I don't know how long we've been gone. Um, I do know that it feels like a really, really long time. And because it feels like a really long time, like the my experience is really varied and it's mostly totally positive. Like I've like I said, I've had a great time. I really like everybody who's on the tour. Like there's not one like we like all, there are all these documentary film guys which are who are all really cool and fun and like have become fast friends and uh you know spencer has obviously been awesome i think i yeah like the like any low moments it's only when i feel well and and i i i like you said i volunteered to do merchandise and everything so i think well I don't know I don't know if that's true I was gonna say that that feels thankless but I don't think that's I don't think that's true because it's not at all um I don't know I think it's uh do you think you would have been happier if you weren't doing merchandise or do no you think? I think I would have been I think I would have like self-destructed if I didn't have a job because then you'd just be like a girl from the spinal tap movie or something. You'd just be like, a yeah, I like, I really wouldn't know what to do with myself. And I would probably like, like I, I'm totally, I've been really excited with my amount of participation, participation in the show, which has just been D and D. I haven't like, but it, that's been, that's been awesome. And I've every single time that I've been caught up there, I've been really excited and really thankful. And I, I, I worry that like the shitty, I've got to, I've got to be on stage. Aaron McGathy would come out if I wasn't doing merch. Cause like I've, I've put, I don't know. I have a lot of uh, pride in my little, in my little lemonade stand now. And I've had a really good time doing that. And it's, and it's a way, I don't think I would be able to interact with, people who are coming to the show as much, obviously like that's, that's been a really fun thing. I think if I wasn't doing that, I would feel really awkward. I would probably like stand in a corner and, you know, wait, wait for people to get their things signed by you. But if there wasn't merch, there'd be a lesser line. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think, I think like in my low moments, it's just been when I will like, obviously we had that fight before Pittsburgh that we talked about in Pittsburgh and someone tweeted, how are things post Pittsburgh? Um, I know like then I, I, when I've, when I felt like I haven't been able to communicate with you and like in times where it felt like we weren't on a team as we talked about we had a nice talk about how uh it all comes down to someone feeling like the other person's not on the uh, the, the, the same team mm -hmm. like whenever we have uh any kind of disagreements we just have to somehow remind ourselves that we're we're on the same team yeah uh, and then you poured a drink in my lap <laughs> yeah well, and and to explain the drink in the lap thing, I mean, there's no way to explain it without it sounding uh, as as dumb as it was because it was really dumb. I was, uh, 
my head it was a joke but as i was explaining to ryan one of the camera guys this morning like there wasn't any joy in the joke but in my head i was like it was a joke like i wasn't doing it as a i wasn't slapping your face with a glove or anything um but the second i did it i regretted it and felt pretty stupid and uh, i don't think i've ever poured a drink on anyone before it was like straight up like snooky behavior um, did you think that everyone on the bus was gonna go Aaron. <laughs> now who's the I don't star know. <laughs> forget spencer's raps aaron can pour drinks you, in people's laps you got liquor dicks by <laughs> the dick liquor <laughs> um, very embarrassing very embarrassing um yeah that sucked they're, I just don't understand know. how you get from from love to that. Like, what is the, what happened in that mirror? <laughs> I like. Did, I like, just... did, did Val Kilmer as as a blurry Elvis stand behind you and say, <laughs> uh, "You just gonna let him just keep rapping out there, breathing the same air as good people?" No, no, I wasn't. Or are you gonna go soak I wasn't. His dick in I vodka? wasn't. I wasn't mad at you. I really wasn't mad at you. I think. I think in that in that moment it was like it was like a kid like taking a plate of spaghetti and smashing it on the floor with their when their parents' friends were over like look pay attention to me I don't know but uh, it, anyway that's, in the, that's just more uh, more glimpses into your crazy <laughs> like I've never I've had a lot of I've done a lot of things to get attention. <laughs> From my parents' friends coming over, like I would go out and do little underwear dances and pajama pajama. Well, I never and... put, I never poured food on the floor. I don't think so, but I guess that is a glimpse into my crazy that that is an example. But uh, I went into the back of the bus and was uh, feeling pretty down on myself, and 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 had. Uh, this conversation with myself which was look like you're having a great time everything's fine you are totally fine like pull it together like I don't I, I really don't know why I got so upset but I, I felt really lame and also felt just I, I, I don't know I uh, the feeling feeling sorry for myself was making me angry at myself for feeling sorry for myself. And then I thought I had pulled myself together and then I came out, came back and poured a drink on your lap because I was trying to have fun again. I'm no one is going to like me anymore <laughs> after uh, this and, uh, and our relationship talk in Pittsburgh. But I guess, you know, that's, the, that's just what I have to uh, I just have to accept that. I don't. Well, what's what's not to like about somebody that that uh, is honest about you know how crazy they are? <laughs> um. Well, that's nice. Um. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry like, about there's that. There's like five drink. billion people in the world who just who just lie about it. It's, and no one likes hanging out with those people. Uh, there's like two billion people who who bother to go. Um, oh, I'm, I'm fucked up. I'm crazy. There's the chemicals in my brain are sloshing around. It's not an exact science. I'm not a robot. I um, definitely like. I mean, there are definitely times. I mean, when I'm like, 
I don't know. We we kind of touched on this this morning when you were talking about uh, my dad ignoring me, or I don't know. Like if you if you look if you look at old videos of me growing up, there's there's a lot of uh, me begging for attention and the camera moving away, <laughs> and uh, uh, I I don't know. I think I like I especially when I'm drinking, I have a hard. I, I I get crazy and I if if I feel like the person I love is has forgotten about me I go a little nuts. <coughs> well, uh, you heard it here for, first, fo- 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 folks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I I'm glad that we have. I mean, I on the on the flip side, I I do I. I appreciate, um, I like, well, okay. So post, post Pittsburgh, um, I, I, I think, I think things are fine. Someone tweeted, how are things post Pittsburgh? No, they're great. Well, I think, and I think things were, were fine right after that happened. Well, I, I listened to Pittsburgh. I thought they were fine on stage. Alright. Um, let's talk about let's talk about how we met and how we fell in love. Do you want to disclaim that for your for your listeners? But are, do you want to? Are we kind of faking this, like possibly editing it out? Because I know that you, you know, your listeners already know how we met, and uh, but right. Well, we've never the camera crew kind of wants to get it. Yeah. So right now we're being filmed for the uh, for the documentary, uh, and Neil Berkeley. Um, well, I, uh, okay. I'd, I'd, I'd call him a rapist. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? Not a good, not a good, not a good person. Um, <laughs> uh, no, he's a great person. Uh, he he wanted us to talk about our um, how how we met on the podcast, and I know that I've talked about, I've, I've told the story of how Dan and I met on the podcast before, but I don't. I don't know. I think it's just been bits and pieces, and we've certainly never told it together. So here's how we so met. let's do it. My writer Megan Gans uh, was working on Community, and uh, I saw you in her Facebook friends, um, and was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then. <laughs> go on and then you asked if i would do your show that you were doing with megan this yes because you i was working in atlanta and you uh started following me on twitter i was like oh dan Harmon's following me on twitter maybe he'll do maybe he'll be a guest on this feels terrible right so you asked if i would do it and i said yes mm-hmm. and i came and did the show yeah, and, and then, what did you th- what did you think when I walked in the room? I was wearing a green dress. You were wearing a little little, little sh- shirt and a little pair of pants. I thought you were a little pair of pants. <laughs> um, I thought you were very uh, attractive, and, uh, and you stared you, at the ground. Yeah, I didn't look at you because uh, I felt like, uh, yeah, you know, I, it felt like people could tell I I wanted to make love to you. And then uh, you uh, you told a story about how you had just met Bill Murray and had dinner with him, and and you didn't know how to 
uh, pronounced crudite. Mm-hmm. And he He's calling it crudite. And, um, and, uh, and I did the show, and then, uh, like, I... You messaged me on Facebook and said, uh, thanks for doing the show. You were a dream, which I didn't know at the time was something. It was just your standard sign off. That you <laughs> then were also saying it to Pete Holmes. Um, and uh, I, 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 I took that as a, as a little, little, little come hither action and uh, wrote you back and said, would you have platonic drinks with, uh, with a guy that did your show? Or do you ever do that? Uh, <coughs> I also said so I could so I could stare at your hair some more or something like that. So it, you yeah, know, make it clear like you'd be having platonic drinks with a guy that is attracted to you. It's not like not like dishonor. They're 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 only platonic drinks because I'm not going to leap across the table, right? They're, 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 <laughs> Which I think is like I I've said it before, but is is such a good move because you're being honest, but you're also giving someone an out. Kind and of. So, well, the or out, giving the out it you out. would have is that you would you would have to be a really bad person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is manipulative, and that's what makes it a good game move, I guess. Because that, I mean, if I would have said no to platonic drinks, I was saying no to being your friend. But I also knew that you were um, attracted to me, so it was all on the uh, on the up and up. And I mean, and it was it was a little it, it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So then you you said, here's my phone number. This is how this works. You can subscribe to the service. I'll text you at a random time and say, I'm drinking here. I'm eating here. And Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to come. And and then eventually we'll get together. If, you, if I ever catch you at a moment when you're not doing anything, I say, I'm having a drink. Why don't you come mm-hmm. join me? And eventually that happened. Yeah. I had brunch with you and... Uh, Dino and Allison Brie and Io and, and Finn. I, I, I kissed you for the first time on Christmas Day. Underneath a tree. And uh and then you and then you didn't want to do anything for several weeks. And then I because you'd been hurt before. Wah, wah. And then I uh, No. Well I I mean it was, because Megan was your employee, I felt really weird about uh and then dating. And then in the middle of a, a long uh, talk where I was just talking about random <laughs> things, I I found the uh, trigger that makes you want to make out, which is literally, I said, <laughs> yeah, and I, and, you know, I just like spending time with you and I think you're funnier than me. And you <laughs> leapt across the room to kiss me because I said I thought you were funnier than me. And I remember accepting the kiss and going like, <laughs> thank god i wasn't lying because uh, like, <laughs> uncharismatic um, <laughs> was that i mean was that a little bit of a was that a little upsetting or i was like this is hilarious uh, <laughs> like, like, this, well, this is what like what got her what is what a specific character this, this person is that's kissing me yeah um can we talk about um the first time that we were preparing to have sex, the paper towel story. It's the paper towel story. We, um, so, so things, things progressed from oh, there. I, I had you, I convinced you that paper towels could be used as condoms. 
if you, if you just put, put, put one in each nostril. <laughs> that reminds me, Dustin, can you feed the baby? Is it? Um, uh, no, we, like, as we were spending time together, uh, I, like, when we, when we were spending, spending the night together and sleeping in the same bed, I, I said to you, you know, we, we could have sex if you would like to have sex, something like that. Or we were in the car driving, like, you said something that made me think that you thought you weren't allowed to oh, sleep with me. Oh, the paper towel story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you were like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we were driving somewhere. And then later when we were going back to your house, you're like, oh, I really, I gotta, I gotta buy some paper towels. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, really? And, and you were like, <laughs> and you said, you said, and I think this, this may be like the last time that you lied to me, <laughs> but you said, you said, um, uh, my, my, you know, it's this thing in my household. Like I always have to buy paper towels. Like, but I was, I mean, just for the record, I was not trying to deceive you. I was being like, I was being ridiculous about. I, I thought, I thought you knew the whole time. Right, but you wanted. <laughs> like I was, you I were going to buy like, condoms. Yes, I need to buy paper towels. Um, it's a really important thing. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, in my childhood, we never had enough paper towels. So right, I just <laughs> have to stop at this drugstore and. Buy some paper towels, very important. I was, I was like, oh, okay, fine. And what I was really saying was, look, it's early in the relationship. I, I'm a, I, I, it's ungentlemanly to say out loud, I'm going to go buy dick sheaths <laughs> for, when I, for when I put it in you um, to protect me against your potential AIDS. Um, and you against mine uh, and, and keep keep us from having a baby because although we're going to have sex uh, we we don't want to have children uh, I, I, I the paper towel thing I thought was it was obvious what I was doing and then we got out and you came into the store with me because you didn't know you just I, wanted it and I was like okay uh, and oh and you grabbed a roll of paper towels right and I was just looking at you like what, what just you, like what is going on well, and yeah and then so then I went to the c c counter and ordered the condoms from the fucking guy like, and I was like oh oh yeah I great, see great story it's very sweet and then we use those paper towels as condoms, yeah. Mhm. Mm Just for fun. It was great. Yeah, girls, you can um you can roll one up and uh, just <laughs> line your insides with it. Yeah, it's called yeah. the kitty litter method. Yeah. And then and then and then let that let that fella of your dreams have at it. Then remove it and neatly dispose of it. And mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. No, no problems. Yeah, you can also use that paper as paper mache. Gross. And <laughs> then now it's gross. This feels gross. Hey guys, it's a commercial. Um, first of all, I wanted to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has supported the show by going to feralaudio.com and donating to the show or using the Amazon portal. You guys are uh, you guys are the best. You guys have been really so, so supportive and it means a lot to us and it keeps the keeps the show going and keep, keeps us being able to record and everything else. So thank you very much. Um, on that note, if you would like to donate to the show or you'd like me to paint you something, if you donate $50 or more, I'll paint you a painting and, and send you the painting. Or if you donate $10, I'll send you a postcard. Right now I'm on tour, so I'm a little bit behind and there was a bunch that came in right before Christmas. So 
Um, I will be back in about a week. And I'll get those out to you as soon as possible. Um, also, um, we're I really want to start integrating um, more of your questions and your emails. And I get a lot of emails at thisfeelsterrible at, at gmail.com. But if I'm going to read them on the air, I, I feel like the ones that I'm reading, it sounds like... Um, it sounds like, I, I don't know, they're really personal and I wouldn't want to read someone's email over the air who didn't want their email read over the air, even if I was changing their name. So if you have a question and are able to make it a little concise so I can read the entire thing and not uh, not edit any of it, and you want me to read it over the air and answer it over the air, uh, go ahead and send that to thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. Also, you can follow me on Twitter. Um... Uh, love you guys. Back to the show. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, answer some of these um, questions that we got via Twitter. We got a lot of got a lot of good questions oh, here. Man, what? It's Twenty minutes to uh, lobby call and edit my Harmon tone. This is this this is the kind of shit that 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 destroys relationships. That and me going like this in the microphone. <laughs> She's a little weird. I'm, I'm a little congested. Okay, let's 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 go through these questions. We'll try to answer them uh, kind of quickly. Lightning Twitter round. <laughs> All right. What is a good way to tell a girl that you want to be more than friends? Uh, you just did it. There you go. Um, always, always, always do it. Get above board as quickly as possible. There's no way to con your way into a uh, relationship with someone that's worth being in one. Yeah. Um, uh, Rosie McDermott writes, um, long distance relationship tips. Aside from being quirky through the post, I got that down. Um, I mean... Yeah, talk to each other on the phone. Like, don't, 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 don't let it. Cause, cause, <laughs> well, because you're not... You mean like as opposed to texting? Yeah, as stuff. opposed to text and email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think also like a, a a little ritual, like something stupid that you guys share that's just yours is a nice thing. Like I'm looking at the moon. Are you looking at the moon too? Yeah, maybe watch something together. Right. Yeah, I think that's nice. Right? Watch watch a movie together and yeah, I like it. Um, let's see. Yeah, aside from being quirky through the post, I think uh, phone calls definitely a good thing. Um. Here we go. Matt Green writes, as a senior in college, is there an age limit that I can date up? I Wait, can I say one more means. thing to the long-term relationship sure. lady? Um, it's a gentleman. When you're talking to them on the phone um, or FaceTiming or whatever it is you do to stay stay connected, don't worry about um, silences. Don't, don't, don't judge your long-distance relationship the same way you judge your short-distance relationships. Like, it's not fair. Right. Just because the uh, the girl at work, you know, at the office that you transferred to, uh, is constantly has something to say, and 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 then your your girlfriend's so boring because you're just watching Batman together on the Apple FaceTime laptop thing, and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you know, I mean, you're not supposed to be comparing those two. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And I, I I'd also say, you know. It's uh, that both if you're in a long distance relationship, you have to almost be more active interpersonally with how you're feeling in the relationship. I think it's really easy to 
break up just by default because you just stop talking to your partner and uh, start dating someone else and I don't know whatever that also not what he's asking what is this um let me see uh as a senior in college is there an age limit that I can date up I'm not sure what that means what do you wait what's the question as a senior in college, is there an age limit that I can date up? Up? No. There's no age. You, you mean, is there a limit to how old? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I, I, I don't think so. You want to date an old lady? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Natasia asks, or Nastia, Nastia um, asks, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Mm. Uh, we're gonna get a. We're gonna go golden retriever shopping. <gasps> really? Yeah. Or we'll already have one, and then we'll just put a red ribbon on its head. And Yay! That's so exciting. Or a golden doodle, golden doodle, golden doodle. Yeah, or a labradoodle. I don't, I don't know about labradoodle. <laughs> you have something like I don't know what you have against labradoodles. It's well, so funny. Uh, golden doodle was picked from for its intelligence and mm -hmm. its uh, uh, genetic uh, health. Uh, right. Well, yeah. When we were watching the dog one hundred and one video, well, this is this isn't this feels doggable. Um, <laughs> that's um, exciting. That, that, that's uh, uh, Pete Holmes show. <laughs> this feels doggable. <laughs> um, that's fun. What should we name the dog? Are we going to name it Kevin? Uh, Doug Benson. I don't, I'm just doing podcasts. Dog, Dog Benson? Yeah. Is that what you said? Okay. Woof. Woof. <laughs> so with our, with our new dog, we can... <laughs> I don't know a slipper from a toy. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's been a long time since we uh, did a show. Um, uh, got a little sick drinking out of the toilet yesterday. Um, so I ate some of my own shit and... Uh, 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 killed a squirrel and I'm, uh, I'm back up, back up, back on all fours and uh, coming at you. <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Well, I mean, wish we had more time. We could, we could uh, do a bonus episode. Um, here's another question. Uh, <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, all these questions are, are, are I don't know. Well, let's do. Uh, it let, this feels catable. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, um, we've got a great guest uh, in, in the studio today. It's uh, it's the bird outside my window. I'm going to talk to it for a while. <laughs> so you cat lovers know what I'm talking about. And for the for, and for you dog people, YouTube that shit. It's pretty awesome. Cat talk bird. Hi. Uh, here's another question. Uh, would you have sex in your parents' home if you're neatly tucked away in a guest room, or is that unacceptable? Oh, who cares? Have sex in I, the butcher block. Who, who, <laughs> what, 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 what are your, you, you, guess what? Your parents had had sex. So that's why they're parents. 
Who, uh, what the fuck? Come all over their house. They're, yeah, you're, you're I, a prisoner in it. Like, they're they're just people that, that like they're holding your life hostage. Yeah, piss on their food. Well, I I don't I don't know if this makes me uh, gross, but I I really like I don't I don't have any hangups about like sleeping in a bed where people have had sex or you know there are so many movies where. Gosh, what movie was it? The that long distance movie with Drew Barrymore. This is the first example I think of where Drew Barrymore and Justin Long are, are caught um, making out on a table, and then the next day, Christina Applegate is scrubbing down the table right. because they were going to have sex on the table. I don't know. I don't get the the dirtiness. I don't. It doesn't yeah. stuff doesn't bother me. Well, have you seen Drew Barrymore's pussy? Yeah, I've I've, I've only seen its trail. Yeah, well, well, I mean, yeah, that's like. Have you seen the scene in uh, uh, Microcosmos where the snails have sex? <laughs> Just imagine instead of instead of a snail shell, it's like a cute outfit, uh, and that's that's what Drew Barrymore looks like uh, naked or with a t-shirt on. <laughs> Whatever, oh, boy. Whatever, Harmon. She has a big, I, but I heard that I heard that her pussy. I heard her pussy. pussy has a really adorable lisp, though, and so it's charming. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, and also her pussy is, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's fucking uh, the, 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 uh, um, uh, sired from from John Barrymore's pussy. By the way, Drew, I know you're a listener. I'm just kidding. I. I uh, That's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> I you remember me telling you that I was an insane Drew Barrymore fan. I had a thank Drew, you, <laughs> Drew. Um, welcome to uh, this feels Barrymore. Um, I uh, you, you know when I was when I was like thirteen years old, I had a binder full of all of your pictures from magazines, and I, I left it at a house where I was babysitting. And oh my god, thank you. That's amazing. I'm go- <laughs> can I go outside real quick and smoke a cigarette? Um. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh my God, Drew! Your 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 pussy is dragging on the floor. That's Drew. just how I walk. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> dumb, dumb. SNL dumb. dumb. SNL dumb. <laughs> um. All right. Here's a question for you, Dan. Um. How awesome is it to date a redhead, and how should you celebrate it? Um. I mean, it's it's very awesome. The big question is, uh, uh, you know, at what price? You know, <laughs> I, it, 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 it's, and the answer is, you know, you heard, you heard what happens when redheads drink. Like, she's not even a real redhead. This is like, 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 she, she just, she had to dye her hair red just to signify <laughs> what is true about redheads. It's a red flag. It's a red flag on their head. They're, they're temperamental. They're passionate. Um, I, I like redheads because I may or may not, uh, have self-diagnosed adult Asperger's that involves having prosopagnosia, which is face blindness. And, uh, I, I honestly, I, I can't tell, I can't, I, it's very hard for me to distinguish people's, uh, faces. And, uh, and, uh, so I, I go by hair color and height and like eyebrows and stuff like that. And, uh, glasses, I think that's why I like girls with glasses and red hair and like maybe if you put on a little hat and that'd be nice too. It's like it's yeah. me, it's me going, "Oh, I know who that is." <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Sure. I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll make a little 
I'll have a pipe and uh, giant earrings yeah. and uh, <laughs> a, pipe. A, pipe a cape. And a Sherlock Holmes hat. <laughs> stilts. <laughs> Would you like that if I had a little stilts and a, and a top hat? Um, there we go. Katie asks, any relationship advice for high schoolers? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, true. Be, yeah, have a, relation, have a relationship with your homework, Katie. <laughs> uh, Fall in love with working hard. If you if you don't want to end up like Drew Barrymore with a big stretched <laughs> out uh, uh, meat um, uh, skirt. Oh, boy. Meat skirt. Yeah, I'm sorry. Damn. Sorry, kids. Well, <laughs> so, don't. Look, there's a reason why. Look, I, I yes, ended it. I, I thought if it was you, fun. If you, if you want more fun like that, come to Harmontown. <laughs> Um, oh boy that's what we talk about over there I here's some relationship advice for high schoolers first of all I think it's high school is one of the most exciting times for love and relationships because your hormones and your brain are insane and in overdrive indistinguishable from each other yeah so uh, sometimes two plus two equals uh, (laughs) orgasm (laughs) you know that like crazy feeling that you feel right now uh, and maybe you feel it about someone or maybe you feel bad about yourself or maybe you feel great about yourself like that those extremes level out eventually so I think as a high schooler in love or wanting to be in love like document those feelings as much as possible make as many things as you can really like roll around in those feelings cry in the shower and play jewel and like and this sounds like really lame and parental but but don't make permanent decisions based on yes exactly like Like, yes uh, with the the, the exception of being in love as as just a thing that feels yeah. like you want it to be permanent, of course. Yeah. But I'm saying don't get a tattoo just because you know you're right. 17 and you 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 feel. Don't get a don't get what I call a womb tattoo, a baby. Uh, right. <laughs> those are those are easier to remove than regular tattoos, but um, they follow a, you around. Yeah, the, even their ghosts they will haunt you. <laughs> they're ghosts. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's a fact that if you have a baby when you're in high school and it dies, their ghost follows you around for life. Like yeah, a backpack. It, hover, it hovers yeah. next to you like a power up in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like a like one of those orbiting uh, 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 gun platforms, like like in a, in a game where you can. OK, well, yeah. Come to Harmontown if you want to talk about video games. And Drew Barrymore's <laughs> big, giant pussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, also also know that like. Yeah. Also, don't make any permanent decisions about college and stuff. The great thing about and what I mean is like if your dream school is Duke and your boyfriend is going to to fuck off university, (laughs) doc, Um, go go where you want to go. You will you will meet more people. Also, you will change a lot, which also sounds very parental and dumb, but have have fun being miserable for a while and then try to figure stuff out later. Yeah. Like, don't drive your car through a garage door like. Just because <laughs> that's very specific. Did you do that? that I, well, no, I, and I, I didn't do that, but a, a friend of mine's girlfriend did that one night. Like, I mean, that's the stuff teenagers do because you yeah. you think that uh, yeah, the, the, like it feels like it's the end of the world, and it's yeah. it's like I, Aaron's saying, it's awesome that it feels that way. Just act, think of your entire life as being a drug trip for the next couple of years <laughs> that that is going to go away, and just don't just don't. 
just just kind of feel it and go like, yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you rolling? Are you are you a teenager? <laughs> yeah, it feels good. We should we should call each other like uh, when we're off yeah. of this, um, and 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 then let let it turn out to not be true. And then when you're like 25, you'll still be falling in love with people, but but like it'll be like a huge spike in a nice calm sea of of normality, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like it, it gets a little more fun and real. And you'll reason. you'll start dating, and what you'll usually do on your first couple of days will be t- talk about how crazy you were in high school yeah and all the bad decisions you made yeah and every journal if you keep a journal like like or anything like that like if you're video blogging or anything like don't don't be afraid to talk about what you just normal shit Mm -hmm. like uh because that was my biggest regret i was going through my old high school journals like I was trying so hard to impress my future self or some unseen person that was going to dig this up in a sand dune or something. And and it was like, there's so little information. There's like a couple entries where I go, okay, I, I woke up this morning. I had this for breakfast. I did this. I did that. Like that's the shit you're going to forget like Mm -hmm. that. And that, that's the shit that's really amazing. Like get really mundane and specific about what's going on in your life when you're a teenager. It's going to be a, a, It'll blow your mind when you're 30 to, to, to read through it. It's great. Yeah. And you'll and you'll you probably realize this now, but you'll realize it even more when you get older that we're all obsessed with you guys. So be 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 obsessed with uh, just with your teenage teenage experience and uh, no, no babies, no babies, no babies. Unless you have a baby, if you have a baby, then, those uh, then are, you're then very brave you're, you're, and uh, <laughs> keep feeding it. <laughs> keep feeding it. Um, or its ghost will follow you around. Yeah. And that, that you can't, yeah, if you if you duct tape it, um, to, you know, and, and go out dancing, like it, it, it will also haunt you. Yeah. That's not a workaround. <laughs> also, dancing is dumb. Like, 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 <laughs> dancing s- stop not it. Dumb. <laughs> well, it's not. It's, 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 now it's, you're telling them to stop dancing? It's, it's dumber than baby caring. Right. Maybe I missed something. What do you I'm just just don't murder or or tether your baby. If you're if there's people out there listening that have a baby that right. want to go dancing. Oh, yes. Don't okay, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nail your baby to a to a board in the basement <laughs> so that you can go dancing. Again, really, really specific. Really specific. Dancing is, you know, you're going to be at 8 million more weddings than you want to go to. There's going to be a lot of dancing. It's, it gets pretty lame, pretty pretty fast. You're gonna you're gonna have lots of lots of dancing. <laughs> it's gonna be you'll, you'll be forty years old. You'll be buck buck chicka buck buck. Like it's gonna you're gonna love it. Like just you could have you could have ninety babies, raise them all. Still still you'll still get to dance a lot. If you let's see let's imagine back. I'm trying to think of like if I would have had a baby with my high school boyfriend, what I'd be doing. What what do you think you would be doing if you had a had a baby with the first person that you fell in love with I'd, when you were in high school? Yeah, you know, working at Verizon. I don't know. I I I I would probably I I would probably be like I I I had a girlfriend that that uh, said that she was pregnant uh, at one point. Uh, I, I I will never actually know if she was or wasn't. It was very very weird. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, and I remember, but I remember at the time, like, like for, for a, a month or two there, it was like, okay, she's pregnant. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hunker down, get, get a job, like stop Jeez. doing stand up and all this stuff. And did was, you tell your parents, were you living at home? I can't, you know, I honestly can't remember if my parents, yeah, I, 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 I can't remember if my parents found out 
later or or if I told them at the time. I, I really can't remember that. Mm. It's crazy. And then what happened? Um, well, if she was pregnant, she had a miscarriage. If she wasn't pregnant, she pretended to have one. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited about this this Baby. dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Okay, wow. golden doodle. Oh, that's so cute. And I, will I be the the doggy's mommy? Well, you know, you're not going to be its dad. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's you're, you're over all the time. So, and I think those things need to be walked or something. So, <laughs> I'm a writer. So, <laughs> I just uh, yeah. I mean, that means we'll be taking more walks. That'll be nice. I'm looking, I'm looking more forward. I, I want to get a little puppy because Vivian, um, you know, I, like I'm really concerned about Vivian's, uh, you know, emotional kind of. I've gotten, I've had mm. cats before that were that were really happy and healthy, and brought a new cat into the into the house and had the first cat kind of, kind of just never recover, mm. like because of dominance issues and stuff. It just kind of breaks yeah. their spirit sometimes. You just you just you just you just get lemons on that. Right. Um, lemons are bad, I guess, and and uh, that. Uh, two lemons and a, and a and a cherry, which is nothing. It's a, it's a bad. You, you you lose the money that you put in the pet pet combination slap machine. You can edit this out. Um, <laughs> but I, I think the safest thing to do bringing a dog into a cat's house is to get a puppy, right? Because then the dog will be raised in an environment where the cat is in charge, and the dog's not going to give a shit because it's like, no like, dog okay. just wants everyone to love him, right? And the cat yeah. and the cat will be like, okay, I own this thing too. It's another toy. Yeah, especially if he's a little fuzzy guy. Yeah. Well, it definitely look like a toy. Here's another question. Um, how how do I not be alone forever? forever? Oh. No one wants me. I mean, you've heard this 11,000 times before, but... Uh, this is Elliot. Uh, Elliot, but uh, uh, it's one of those things that's that's true, even though you're sick of hearing it, and even though it doesn't hearing it doesn't change anything, but the truth is... The way you not be alone forever is um, becoming comfortable with the idea of being alone forever, you know, being your own best friend, going like realizing that the grass is always greener on the other side. And I can't tell you how much greener because I'm sitting next to my girlfriend right now. But, you know, there's a lot of a lot of fun to be had with, with be, being alone. I know I know that ultimately it also sucks, like like that that it eats away at your soul like a swarm of black insects at night and you c curl up in a ball and kiss your pillow and, and and just just pray to god that someone will stoop to keeping you company at some point because you just feel worthless and you don't feel like you exist if someone's not sharing your life with you. However, that is kind of an illusion. I mean, mm -hmm. like like when you we start getting to share your life with somebody, they come into it with all kinds of problems too and 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 it's like it's just another way of living your life and being alone is 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 another valid mode of existence that has an equal amount of pleasure and pain to go with it um uh go out drinking like like f f you know find find if you don't have a really good like male friend if you're a dude like 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 get 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 yourself a, a, a sweet drinking buddy that you can just be really honest with that doesn't doesn't play stupid like word games when you open up to him and and just likes to listen to you and likes to talk to you about how he feels and go get shit faced at at, at, at eleven a.m. with him and, uh, and 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 you know like just 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 hang out and then and then like you know 
it's it's kind of like you know if if you're a smoker like you know you can make your food come by going out to get a cigarette like um you 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 you're you're gonna meet the woman of your dreams once um you create a situation for yourself that she'll ruin by arriving oh <laughs> 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 uh, that's that's funny um, and another way of saying that is that people are attracted to people who feel like you know they got their shit together and a, yeah. and a third way and of are saying able that to be alone is that um you know someone said this to me once a long time ago when i was in my 20s it kind of scared 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 me straight a little bit um is they said uh you know you're gonna you're gonna meet you're gonna meet somebody really really worth your time one day and uh um, you don't want to be incomplete when that happens. You don't want to, you don't want that person to be meeting the non-ideal version of you. Um, uh, you, you know, it's like, 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 so, so be patient, kind of let, 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 let that person like, like, go through all their stupid relationships and yeah. fix themselves or, or, and, and cope with their loneliness and meet them, meet them on the right schedule. And uh, when you both are like the, the, the people that you should be. Part, and a big part of that is being comfortable being alone. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That is not what you wanted to hear, Elliot. You wanted to hear, <laughs> you know, t put a horseshoe on your dick and dance in the moonlight and then spin around <laughs> three times and say, Kathy Najimy, uh, backwards. Uh <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love that. Uh, Kathy Najimy's on your mind <laughs> in your, in your iCloud. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I also think, just to to repeat what Dan said, there there is a lot of value in being able to be by yourself. I know that um, I definitely, if if I could go go back in time and shake myself, I would have uh, I would have stayed home sometimes and just been alone or hung out with friends instead of needing another boyfriend right away. Yeah, it'll it'll happen. Video games, man. Video games. Elliot, do you know how many video games there are? <laughs> do you know how hard it's going to be to get some video game time in when if you have a job and a girlfriend? Like, man, yeah. How would your life be different if I wasn't around? Video games. Video games. You still play video games though. Yeah. You play them together sometimes. Yeah, Legos, Lego games. Oh, we played that one with the thing. Yeah. Borderlands. <laughs> Borderlands too. <laughs> I'm sorry. We gotta find a good one that we can play cooperatively. Yeah, I agree. See, that's that's your struggle when you have a girlfriend is you have to find yeah Elliot, a game you, that you can play together and a game where she's not gonna be like, ew, this is gross. Why are you playing that? <laughs> I've never said why are you playing that. <laughs> if you if you don't like playing it, why are you playing it? You keep screaming at it. If it frustrates <laughs> you so much. Do you feel like we met each other at the right time? You probably wish you would have met me a little bit later, right? I feel like I'm very uh, work in progress. Well, you're young, you know. It's nice that you're not, you know, like I mean, I got, I got a, I got a couple more years before. Uh, it's, 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 it's nice that biologically you're not, you're not like at the buzzer. Right. So with that comes a couple of drinks spilled in my lap because you don't know how to hold your liquor yet. <laughs> like I don't know. I like you I like you the way you are. Thanks. I'm sure I'll like you more when you're 30. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think so too. Get your fucking shit together. 
<laughs> I'm passionate. I know. <laughs> you know, Drew Barrymore is a mother now. I bet she's a very good mother. That's it, guys. That was a show. Um, and uh, email me at thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. Follow me on the Instagram. Uh, follow Dan Harmon everywhere. <laughs> uh, sounds weird, but, but, but do it. Just f- follow him everywhere. Um, thank you guys for being uh, really nice and cool. Um, I'm a big fan of you guys. And uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, peace cakes. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. So, at Geico, we'd like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now, it's our turn to share with the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because we're committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com giveback for more info and eligibility.